All right, Saturday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Short little show here, 55 Minutes of Fury. If you're watching on any other platforms with CTN and Black Robe, switch over to Rumble now. Get back on Rumble. Get on to Rumble. They don't ban me. I'm not making any money off Rumble right now. I'm not saying I ever, I never will. I'm just saying right now I don't make any money off of them. 126 bucks. So switch over to Rumble now. All right, let's hurry up here. Let's get a lot of got a lot of information to get to tonight. You got to see this stuff. All right, the post millennial video. I want to show you how Joe Biden is responding to the, to the most cataclysmic wildfire in American history. Here's how he's responding. He, here it is, post-millennial video. President Biden arrives uh, in Maui. Um, no, it's been how many days? Nine days, I believe it is. It's got to be something like that. Eight to ten days since the fire began. It's, it, I think it's, it's got to be more than, more, more than a week. So what, where's President Biden arriving at? He's actually arriving in Nevada for another vacation. Here he is. So these are time estimates, time estimates, but we covered this on the podcast where Joe Biden was on vacation in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, comes back to the White House for like 10 minutes, gets back onto Marine, was it Marine One, Aaron? Yeah, Marine yeah. One, and flies off to Delaware for another vacation. <laughs> now, this is another vacation in, in Nevada, and word, the word that I have is that he's now postponed his alleged Monday trip to Maui. We'll see if he goes or not. But one of the, the information I got from the Post Millennial is that he's postponed his his uh, trip to Maui to go visit uh, to vi- uh, to visit the the wildfire. You know, the thing is, the reason why I stumble over my words there is because how is it a wildfire? I, who knows what it is? I can tell you this: it is the weirdest quote unquote natural disaster in American history. And why is it that the president of the United States is showing up in Nevada? Now, listen, it was somewhere like a week ago. It wasn't this week's podcast, but I believe it was early on in the week before his podcast where we were documenting he's flying home from Rehoboth Beach from a week-long Rehoboth Beach vacation, came <laughs> home and then flew out on Thursday or Friday for a beach for another vacation. And by the way, he's been gone all weekend already. Yeah. And now he's in Nevada. The man has been on vacation for somewhere between 370 and 385 days since he's been president of the United States. And here he is showing up in Nevada. Um, Joe, it's a little south of Nevada in Hawaii. That's where you're supposed to be. And he's on. And this is another vacation. And what I heard is they postponing his trip to Maui. Let's get deep into Maui now. A Colin Rugg video. Justin, locals, locals estimate that the death toll for Maui. What are you hearing from the feds? And we're going to get into their, their, their they want to be the only source of, of media. We'll get to that in a second, which will sound very uh, Jacinda Ardern in New Zealand in just a second. But Colin Rugg video, Justin, locals estimate the death toll from Maui fires is at least 480. So far, we've heard 110. Remember now, this isn't two days ago. We are now nine or 10 days. Aaron, see if you can give me an exact date on when it happened. You'll find it. I know you will. So exactly. So I can be accurate for the rest of the podcast. Yep. Gets blurry, all the lines get blurry, all the different news events with the indictments and the fire and everything else. But they're estimating the death toll of 480, more than four times the total. The median authorities are reporting, just so everybody knows too, you'll see this in a minute. And I'm always jumping ahead of my videos, but you'll actually see this from Will Kane from Fox News. You know there's no media down there? Everybody, you know there's no media? 
There's no media. There's no ABC, CNN, MSNBC. Who did I leave out? ABC, CBS, NBC. Nobody's down there. And absolutely nobody's down there. But Will Cain and Fox News. Why is Will Cain and Fox News? Because he's allowed past the checkpoints. Because he's actually an Hawaiian citizen. He actually, what I mean by that is, I know he's a United States citizen, we're all U.S. citizens, but he is actually a citizen of that area. So he's allowed through their checkpoints. All right, so today is what, the 19th? It is the 19th. Today, so we're 11 days in and Joe Biden hasn't been there yet. And this has never happened in the history of America, ever. No, no. So look at, look at this video footage. Play for me. you guys can just mute it and play it side by side if you're able to and i just want to read this from colin rugg locals are being forced to conduct their own recovery efforts hey last i report 11 days in and we report on this on thursday there still was no federal assistance there no local assistance no state assistance and how does this i mean i want everybody to think about this now you know i'm not a big fan of hawaii because of their politics they voted one democrat after another but here's the thing, a lot of people who vote Democrat are just ignorant, and I mean it, they're ignorant, they're not necessarily agenda-driven. They, they, they have some agenda, I know that, but I mean a lot of them are just ignorant. They still think that the water will be turned on when there's a fire. Right. I mean, how does this, how does this happen? Because the water wasn't turned on. No, no sirens, no sirens were turned on, nothing. Locals are being forced to conduct their own recovery efforts, Colin Rugg report. And we're, hor- and we're hor- horrified to find charred remains of entire families huddled together. How does that happen in America? How, do, how does this, how does it, look at, the, look at this place. How does this happen in America? How, does, how, do, how are boats on fire? How does this happen? Maui resident Elisa Medina, Alyssa Medina, who spoke with the Daily Mail, says the government is not doing anything to help. The government, re- this, is from, this is from yesterday. The government real- relief organizations, they're not doing anything, quote, we have, this is a quote from a Maui resident, we have the right to know what's going on. FEMA came here to help with recovery process, but we don't see them. <laughs> so they came, well, what are they doing? We're only 100 miles from Oahu, which has several military bases. There ain't no military there either. How did, what is going on here? I mean, this, it's like they dropped a nuclear bomb on this place yeah. and then just left it. Why is the response so lacking? The resident, the Maui resident, Alyssa Medina, why are they doing so little? Why is nothing else being done? Why didn't they turn on the sirens? Now I'm adding my own. Why was the water turned off? Why were there no sirens? Why were the cops blocking the roads so nobody could leave during the fire? Wouldn't you be blocking the roads coming into the fire? Not those who are trying to leave the fire? By the way, that's absolute fact, just so you know. Yeah. 
The cops are just like the cops. And then, by the way, you think I don't like cops? I was one for 25 years, 1992, 2017. And the reason why I say that over and over again is because I'm ripping cops all the time now because of the COVID response and because of the idiocy that went on here. How do you block roads going out of the fire and not block roads going into the fire? I'm not saying they didn't block them coming in. Maybe they did, but they blocked people going out. And people burned to death in their cars. Wait, I mean, you should see some of I saw a video today of, of what appears to me. You just don't never know whether it's that fire in Maui or not or whatever. But they saw one of the fires, how fast it was spreading. And then you just block people from leaving town? What an idiotic police response. All right, let's move on. Ter- uh, terrible video. Hawaiian official emergency services chief. Now, we've all heard about this, but I'm going to go into a little bit greater detail. Play for me, Will. Do you regret not sounding the sirens? I do not. And the reason why... So many people said they could have been saved if they had time to escape. Had a siren gone off, they would have known that there was a crisis emerging. And as we know, so many bodies were found in the ground as the flames caught their heels. give you the answer? The sirens, as I had mentioned earlier, is used primarily for tsunamis. And that's the reason why many of them are found, almost all of them are found, on the coastline. The public is trained to seek higher ground in the event that the siren is sounded. Had we sounded the siren that night, we're afraid that people would have gone Malka. And if that was the case, then they would have gone into the fire. By the way, I should also note that there are no sirens Malka or on the mountainside where the fire was spreading down. So even if we sounded the siren, it would not have saved those people on the, on the mountainside, Malka. According to the state's own government website, those sirens can be used for a variety of natural and human-caused events, including wildfires. I love Democratic Party prognostications of even if I sounded the sirens, it wouldn't have saved anybody. How would you know? How would you know it wouldn't have saved anything? How do you know it wouldn't have saved any lives? And here's the thing he says, that if they sounded the alarms, he was afraid that people would run to the mountain that was on fire. So you have a glowing sky rise level flame and people are going to run to that fire, you moron. That's, that's Herman Adea. It'd be, you're you're going to sound the alarm and people are going to run to the fire. I, I, love, I love to listen to, I mean, I, and, I, and I mean that, of course, in a very sarcastic sense, because people are dead. Just as usual, whenever you're dealing with Democratic Party tactics, people are dead. 60 million abortions a year, all the COVID deaths, all of the masking deaths, all of the fentanyl deaths, all of the lockdown deaths, all of the vaccine deaths, all of the three to 400 million people that starved to death because when you lock down the first world, the third world starves to death, which is what happened. Everybody dies when you're dealing with the globalist, bourgeois, leftist, elitist. They all die. How would he know? It's just like, it's again, and I don't want to digress too far into this, but it's just like Benghazi. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, we, we, we didn't have time to send him. He had 13 hours. You couldn't have one Huey fly overhead in 13 hours. You couldn't have an F-15 response in 15 hours. You couldn't scramble Green Berets or SEALs in 13 hours. Nothing. You have assets all over the place. France right across the ocean, right across the sea. Spain within eight hours. Fra- uh, Spain within eight hours. France within eight hours. Spain within an hour. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. I mean, no, we wouldn't have saved any life. How would you even know? How would you possibly know? And, and again, I just had my long list here. So you don't turn on any sirens. The governor is currently trying to purchase the land. Numerous bourgeois leftists are trying to purchase the land. That's my own assumption, but I know it's true. No sirens, no water. The water was not turned on because the water needs to be revered and not used. That's the truth. That came from the water management guy. 
I can't remember his name from last night, uh, from Thursday. Police blocking people from leaving. As of yesterday, no state, no county, no federal or city response. None. And they're blocking people from coming in. They're actually trying to block people from bringing in supplies. And I showed you the, the, the footage from the Maui Police Department shutting down a civilian aid station. Somebody finds nice supplies, tents, uh, food, water, everything else just sitting under trees. And the police come in and shut it down with FEMA, at FEMA orders. While FEMA's not there, it wasn't FEMA coming in to replace them and shutting them down. It was them shutting them. It was the police under FEMA's orders shutting them down when there was no FEMA there to take their place. Right. Why would that be? There's no military response. And so there's Herman Adaya. That's his name. That's the guy who ran. He's, he's since resigned. All right, let's go to Nick Sorter Nick Sor- tweet. Uh, breaking Maui Emergency Man- uh, Management Agency Director Herman Adaya who made reportedly who, who made reportedly made okay there we go who reportedly made the final decision against activating the why and by the way again one more thing it says on the list of things you activate the alarms for natural disaster disaster disasters unnatural disasters tsunamis and wild fires yeah it's on herman's list and let me, I'll show you a picture of Herman in just a second. He shouldn't be in charge. You're like, Tom, you shouldn't judge a book by his cover. Bull crap. Herman, strike one, should not be in charge. If you name Herman, you shouldn't be in charge of emergency management. And I know that's a horrible thing to say, but I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry. <laughs> who, uh, so Herman, Adea, who reportedly made the decision against activating the emergency sirens in, La- in Lahaina, Maui has resigned. The sirens were meant to alert residents of immigrant tsunamis, wildfires, and terrorist attacks. Herman doesn't turn them on because he's afraid that when he turns them on, people will run into fires. That's the liberal response. It's like, you know what? We're going to mandate a vaccination to stop transmission and infection using a vaccination that doesn't stop transmission and infection. 76% of COVID cases are are caught in the home. So we're going to send you there and lock you there. Vitamin D helps. So we're going to take you out of the sun. That's the typical Democratic Party response. And the cowardice Republicans always acquiesce to it. I'm a Republican. I'm just not a cowardly Republican. Residents have concluded the use of the sirens would have saved countless lives, but Director Adea said he has no regrets after refusing to activate the sirens. Hawaii, Hawaii Governor Josh Green, I just tagged this thing on the very bottom, has consistently defended the refusal to use the sirens while he's not currently trying to buy it up under state, trying to make those lands, now state lands, bought up by the state under eminent domain, I'm assuming. Don't put this guy in charge. See that guy? Don't put that guy in charge, ever. Do you know it is emergency? Uh, I'll let you go to the next one for me, Will. Nora O'Donnell tweet. And Nora O'Donnell is usually a liberal hack, which she still is a liberal hack, but she happened to get this one right, so kudos to her. CBS News has learned Maui's emergency operations uh, chief, that'd be Herman Adea, had no background experience in disaster response. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the, another tip, a tip, so we have, get this now, the emergency... Uh, Operations chief has no, no history of working with emergencies. Just like Anthony Fauci has never treated a patient. Rochelle Walensky has never treated a patient. The new CDC chief has never treated a patient. The Surgeon General has never treated a patient. But yet they're in charge of medical responses. And, And Herman, who has never handled an emergency in his life, 
Never. I was a cop for 25 years. I handled one emergency after another, one right after another in various levels. He's never handled one in his life and is in charge of an entire island. An entire island with thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. That's why the sirens were never turned on and why the water was never. You don't, you have a major wildfire blowing through your town, whether it's on purpose or not. There's lots of people who didn't want the fire blowing through your town and you turn, you refuse to turn on the water because it needs to be revered and not used under one of Barack Obama's former, uh, you know, people that he hired or whatever. And one of his, uh, various, uh, you know, I don't know what you call it, groups or whatever, climate, climate hoax groups or whatever it may be. Say the water is never turned on and the sirens are never activated. How could that, how could that possibly be? Well, because Herman has never handled an emergency in his life. Could it be all on purpose? Mm. Well, I mean, so you have Herman there who doesn't turn sirens on. Then you got Barack Hussein Obama's boy who doesn't turn the water on because it needs to be revered and not used to save people's lives. So you revere it as people and kids are burning to death. He's being, but the water's being revered. And the police chief over Maui is the same guy that presided over the investigation into the 58 people that were shot and killed in Las Vegas that we still have absolutely no idea why that happened. Right. We have no idea what the conclusion of the investigation. Just very weird, isn't it, that all these pieces just happen to be in place? Very strange. Am I making, you know, am I making making any insinu- insinuations? Not specifically, but it is very, very weird. Now here's some more assets. Put up that next pick for me, Will. United said this. My buddy Rich sent this to me. United States Pacific uh, Pacific Fleet is a theater-level component command of the United States Navy located in the Pacific Ocean. It provides naval forces to the Indo-Pacific Command. Fleet headquarters is at Joint Base Pearl Harbor, Hickam, Hawaii, with large secondary facilities at Naval Air Station, North Island, California. Right there, look at the bottom. Branch United States Navy founded whatever part of Indo-Pacific Command. Size, 250,000 Navy sailors and Marines, 2,000 Marines, aircraft, oh, wait, Oh, 250,000 sailors and Marines. Where are your Marines there? Yeah. Where are the Marines? Yeah. Where, where are the Marines? Send in the Marines. I'd rather the Marines there than FEMA. Right. Send the Marines in. And 200 ships, 2,000 aircraft. Where are, the air, where are the Navy aircraft landing there? Where are the Marine aircraft landing there? Why, 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 aren't any, why aren't any of these assets landing in Maui right now? Well, because Joe Biden's in Nevada on vacation again. That's why. Because these people, listen, they, it's all abortion to them. It's, if, listen, if you, can, if you can pull a baby out of the womb, piece by bloody piece, if you're Ralph Northam, Northam former governor of Virginia, and you can have fully uh, deliver a fully viable baby, it's sitting there on, on a table in the birthing room, and, you're make, and you want the mother to make a decision about and the doctor, you know, the doctor and the mother make a decision about whether or not the baby lives. I'd love to see who it is that's going to go over and kill the kid. 28 days into California now, I believe you can now, either it's pending or it's about to happen, you can now kill your kid after he is born. They don't care. They're, they're of their father, the devil, who is a murderer from the beginning and the father of lies. John 8, 44. That's why they're always lying and people are always dying. All right, Rise Melbourne video. Here's a, a Lahaina, Hawaii resident. Listen to this. Play for me long road ahead of ahead of us and um we're just trying to fundraise and 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 make sure that the displaced families can go back home one day um 
there's a lot of real estate speculation happening right now that is really frustrating. And I just want to remind all you real estate investors around the world, like Lahaina is not for sale. Um, please don't reach out to these families and take advantage of them during the most devastating time of our lives. You know, we just heard from our reporter and, and from a couple of, of women who say that they were upset about what tourists were doing. Now you're telling me that there are real estate investors reaching out to people about their property. Uh, what's going on exactly? Yes, homeowners have been reached out by investors and realtors offering to buy their land. And this is disgusting disgusting and we just want to make sure that people around the world understand our situation and know that Lahaina is not for sale. It is important that the multi-generational families that come from Lahaina get to continue to live in our hometown. Let me ask you about um, Hawaii officials. So let me just ask everybody a question out there. When was the last time you ever heard of a natural disaster? And this isn't 11 days in because this was going on Tuesday and Thursday when we were reporting on this on the TLP during the week. When in, when in the history of America have you ever heard of real estate investors coming in within three, four, five, six days, now 11 days, and trying to buy up, burn up land? When have you ever, I mean, again, this is all very strange. Governor of Hawaii trying to purchase land so it can be owned by the state so that all the millionaires and billionaires have a large, very large backyard because none of their houses were touched. We put the list. Bezos' house wasn't touched. Bill Gates' house wasn't touched. Whole list Aaron had for me on Thursday or Tuesday, whenever we did it. So none of their, none of their, land, was, none of their land was touched so they can have a big backyard. So it, again, it's, it's just all so very strange. No sirens, no water. Still no response. FEMA comes, starts putting in directives, but yet has not supplied anybody with anything. Joe Biden has offered $700 per household, I believe, something like that. They have $700 per household. Yeah. But, they have, but absolutely nothing's happened. We have the Navy there, nothing. FEMA is always on Hawaii. There's nobody there. It's just all so very strange. The, the president's going on vacation again to Nevada. It's just all very, very, I mean, how do you even, how, I, I would just love to hear leftists give me an explanation of why Joe Biden hasn't been in Maui in 11 days and is going on vacation again. Just give me, give me, give me, give me an explanation. Give me an explanation about why he uses emails sent to Hunter Biden as business partners using the name Robert L. Peters. Just give me an explanation. I, I would love to hear a detailed explanation for both of those things. All right, Dom Lucre video developing on March 5th 2023, Oprah Winfrey. Play it for me. Billionaire Oprah Winfrey has purchased 870 acres of land on the Hawaiian island of Maui. The media mogul shelled out just $6.6 million for the agricultural land in the Kula country, adding to her expansive portfolio that includes hundreds of acres in the Kula and Hana districts. Winfrey has been a part-time resident of Maui for many years, splitting her time between her $100 million Montecito mansion, properties in Chicago and Telluride, and her 163-acre home base in Hawaii. The billionaire worked with Biological Capital to plant fruit, vegetable, and herb gardens on her island estate, with an aim to bring more local produce to an area that mostly imports its food from the mainland. Winfrey is just the latest one percenter to put down roots in Hawaii. 
and add to mounting gentrification pressures for locals. Mark Zuckerberg and wife Priscilla Chan made headlines when they spent $53 million on several hundred acres on Kauai in 2014, shelling out an additional $120 million on subsequent expansions. Meanwhile, Jeff Bezos scooped up 14 acres on Maui in November 2021 for $78 million and reportedly has locals worried as he continues to scout out additional estates. Oracle co-founder Larry Ellison owns 98% of the island of Lanai, enjoying a monopoly-like control as a landlord, boss, or both. It's just weird as all of these globalist leftists who pimped and hoard vaccines, pimped and hoard the globalist leftist agenda show up at the World Economic Forum. Or, you know, major players and, and you have Mark Zuckerberg who bought the 2020 election using $400 million to put, uh, you know, voter vote uh, ballot boxes all over every urban center in America. So you have non-signature verified ballots and non-verified ballots at all being dropped at all hours of the night into the Zuckerberg boxes. Amazing how that all works, isn't it? And suddenly they're all buying up a bunch of property in, uh, in Hawaii, and then Maui burns, well, west side of Maui, burns to the ground. Strange, isn't it? Not, not, the, not the east side of Maui where all the mansions are, but the west side of Maui, and the, you know, gentrification, whether you know, many, of the, many of the locals there in Lahaina are, are, are rightfully probably, and listen, for me, again, I'm a capitalist. I'm just saying gentrification, if, if it happens because people just come in and the locals sell off their property and it becomes a bourgeois area, fine, whatever. I'm not a very uh, bougie person myself, but fine. But if you burn it to the freaking ground for gentrification, got a little problem with that. What gentrification is where basically you're trying to make the area high end by getting rid of all of the lower middle class or middle class people out of the area. That's a very simplistic definition of gentrification, but the people in Lahaina have been very concerned about that. People in Hawaii are very concerned about that. As you have Bezos coming in dropping 78 million, Oprah dropping millions, and Aaron brought this up. Very strange. Oprah's buying mass pieces of farmland just like Billy Gates. Yeah. All right, truth poll video and go the next the next one ready for me. All right, this listen to what they're saying. Here is here is the response, and you got Herman in the background there. I believe I see Josh Green in the background, governor of of Hawaii. Here is what they're telling you to do as far as social media. As, you know, again, this sounds again just like just like COVID. Don't do your own research. Trust the experts. Same exact exact same narrative. Again, because like I always tell you, demons don't change. They have the same narrative over and over again. Demons are propagandists. The Democrats, the demon rats, the Democrats are also propagandists. They can't have the truth coming out. Look at the dates on this. Watch this video. Play for me. Doing reporting through social media is idiotic. Don't use social media. Do not rely on people who fancy themselves as influencers. The word influencer right off the bat suggests that they want to influence you. Get off your phone. Get off your tablet. Talking about ways for the state to acquire that land. Right now, Pete, I can tell you that to my knowledge, we here at Fox are the only national media in West Maui. West Maui is isolated physically and in terms of information from the rest of the world. Cell service is rough. And the only reason we got here is that, as you know, my family's been here for something like 40 years and we have property here to mm-hmm. get through the security checkpoints. In fact, Pete, the mayor of Maui yesterday tried to kick us out of West Maui, saying it's a media free zone. It's not. There is a First Amendment. There's United States Constitution, and this is America. See, this follows the pattern of the globalist leftists. 
It's an emergency, so all rights are suspended. That is nowhere in the Constitution. If that's what they want to do in Canada, New Zealand, Australia, European Union, you go right ahead. But in the Constitution of the Ameri- in the, uh, the Constitution for the United States of America, there is no suspension of constitutional rights because of an emergency. This is the same game plan over and over and over again. The same demons that were teaching the game plan to the Nazis in, 19, in the 1930s are teaching the Nazis today. You know, the, the mayor of Maui comes up and says it's a media-free zone. There is no such thing as a media-free zone. And, why, and by the way, there's, there's no media that's even down there. Will Kane's the only one down there. He's only allowed in the area because he's a Maui resident. Everybody else is locked out. But the media is not even trying to get in, is my point. ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC. None of them are trying, no major newspapers, whatever, Wall Street Journal, Chicago Tribune, whoever you want to name. Nobody's trying to get in down there. Nobody. Why is that? And now you have the local officials telling you, get off of social media. Don't look at your phone. I mean, I mean again, you know what? I'll decide what I do. I'll decide what I consume. You don't need, I don't need you to be my little mommy and my little daddy and take away all the disinformation. I'll decide what I believe. I'll read both sides of the story or I'll just read one side of the story and I'll do whatever I want. That's, we need to make sure that people, that's why I'm telling you, make sure that you're on Rumble. Get over onto Rumble. Free media, free media, parallel economy, parallel society. We have to have it. Facebook is of the devil. YouTube is of the devil. Well, Tom, why are you using them? I'm using them as my prostitutes to get our people onto Rumble. It's the only free speech media platform out there. Yes, there's other ones like Getter and Gab, but they don't have it. They don't live stream. Come on, Getter. Come on, Gab. Get moving. And Twitter's going downhill. Twitter's slowly but surely going downhill. So this should eerily remind you of something. Here's Jacinda Ardern on COVID. Play it for me. I'll share with you the most up-to-date information daily. You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, You can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumor you may hear, covid19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will provide information frequently. We will share everything we can, uh, everything you are, else you see, um, a grain of salt. Uh, and so I really ask people to focus The most egregious example of that appears to be this text which originated in Malaysia and has kind of a, has become a viral hope in Australia and in New Zealand. How irresponsible is it the people that are sharing that news of a lockdown imminent in New Zealand? Yeah, and, and look, that's the kind of thing that adds Um, to the anxiety that people feel. So I continue to share the message. New Zealanders must prepare, but do not panic. Prepare. And and when you see those messages, remember that unless you hear it from us, um, it is not the truth. And I really ask people, just visit... um, Uh, covid19.govt.nz it has all of the up-to-date information and we will continue to provide everything you need to know so take everybody else's statements with a grain of salt which is what they're saying out of maui too because they're all the same person same exact gift and a different gift wrapping paper and the gift is a giant pile of feces jacinda ardern says everything else take with a grain of salt she wasn't right about one thing she said where and by the way that may not have been the video but it could have been where they all were unmasked 
before the cameras were turned on and when the cameras were turned on, they all put their masks on. Yeah. She was caught doing that. <laughs> I have a great hip, hypocrite Grabian video at the end of the, during the post game. Make sure you hang around for the post game. But take everybody else's statements should be taking it with a grain of salt. So she was wrong about masking, saying that masking stops transmission. It doesn't do a daggum thing. Said that vaccines stop transmission. They don't stop transmission. Said they stop uh, uh, infection. They don't stop infection. Say they stop death. They cause death. They don't stop death. Said they stop hospitalization. They don't stop hospitalization. They don't do anything. She was wrong about everything. Telling people to go, lock, locking them down in their houses. Created, remember she created on her, on her video, on a video that was shot by the media, she was asked by the media by the media personnel, aren't you creating two classes of people, the unvaccinated and the unvaccinated? And they were like, we don't mean to put it that way. She goes, she interrupted them and said, yes, it is that way, and that's what I'm doing. Yeah. She was wrong about everything, but yet claiming to be the sole source of truth. The one lying the entire time, because it's an inverted world, is the one that's actually saying that she is the disseminator of truth. And that's exactly what's going on. That was Herman standing behind that guy at that press conference. The one who didn't turn on the water, who didn't turn on the sirens. And then the chief of police is back there too. I don't know if he's in that press conference, but he was in Herman's press conference before that. And I'm assuming it was the same press conference. Who was, his police force was blocking people from leaving the town. And Herman actually said, we didn't turn the fire alarms on, the sirens on, which are wildfire alarms, by the way. Not just tsunami alarms, wildfire alarms too. We didn't turn them on because we thought that when people, we turned the alarms on, it would cause people to run into fires. <laughs> so stupid. And just like Jacinda Ardern, those are the, these are the disseminators of truth? No, they're murderers. Understand that. That guy who didn't turn the water on, who may not have been directly under Herman, I'm not blaming Herman for that part, I'm blaming Herman for the sirens, who wanted to revere the water while babies are being burnt to death, and you have local citizens now reporting it's up over 400 deaths that they're aware of, and entire ba uh, families are being found together burned to death because that guy was there revering water. And this is the same globalist leftist bourgeois elitist buying up all the land there so I guess they could all revere the water together. But I can guarantee you the water would no longer be revered if their house is on fire. Yep, exactly. That's the, this, that pretty much is the synopsis of the entire bourgeois globalist leftist elitist. And of course all of this is, is always blamed initially, it was this, these fires too, are always blamed initially on what? Climate change as if 80 degrees temperatures, and by the way, Hawaii is not substantially, they do not have substantively higher temperatures now than they did a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago, or 100 years ago. Nothing. Nothing. And all the higher temperatures that you're actually hearing about right now, world record, Aaron and I documented it, they're taking those temperatures off of air, air, airport runways. Mm -hmm. Tarmacs. That's, I'm not, we have the video. Yeah. I'll play it for you again, not tonight, but I'll play it for you again. That they actually go down because there was no asphalt 75, 80 years ago. There wasn't, I mean, I know there were some, but not major amounts. For, I mean, there was no satellites. Right. So now these satellites are beaming down and taking temperatures off of asphalt and then claiming the world's highest temperature. Uh, duh. It's all blamed on wildfire. So I decided, you know what? I want to deep dive into wildfire stuff a little bit tonight. So here's Eric Spracklin video. Wildfires are now raging in British Columbia. Weird, isn't it? I mean, it's just weird. Where, why are all these wildfires occurring out of nowhere? Because everybody's trying to get to the 2030 agenda. That's why. Just like you had to have a pandemic. To, why, why did we have to have a pandemic? Because if you have an emergency, you can suspend all constitutional rights. 
or all rights and privileges for the charter of rights in Canada, whatever, wherever it is that you live. You have to have that emergency. Nothing that would ever get to the bourgeois leftist to lead us up. How many, how many billionaires died of COVID? Anybody know? None. None. Huh? What, name them. What, na- give me one big name billionaire who died of COVID-19. Absolutely none. You had to have a 0.1% death rate virus released onto the world just enough so that everybody will, some, I, I, for me, it's not even enough. If you're going to do it, it should be like 15, 20% death rate. But a 0.1%, that's one-tenth of 1% death rate. That was the death rate of COVID-19. Unless if you're, if you're 19 and under, then it's 99.997% survival. Axe Force Lionized study out of Stanford. So you have to release, you have to have the emergency. Remember, this is the bourgeois globalist leftist elitist agenda is to create the problem either out of thin air or create the problem and then offer you their totalitarian solutions. Right now, we have, now you have wildfires. COVID's dying out. For now, by the way, they're reactivating COVID, according to Alex Jones and his whistleblowers inside of the TSA. They're reactivating COVID, planning on lockdowns again in October, just so you know. If I don't get to it tonight, just so you know, because I'm already down to 20 minutes, and that's a hard 20 minutes, not my usual. I can go overtime. So here's the wildfires in Canada, uh, British Columbia, Canada. Play for me, Will. Okay, again, I'm just deep diving into some wildfire stuff tonight. Epstein sheet video, Albert, Alberta Premier Daniel Smith, uh, da- Danielle, Danielle, Danielle Smith. Now I want you to hear the duplicity of her statement because all of this is always put on to climate change. Problem with her is, at one point she she says it's not climate change, but defends the climate change agenda narrative. Play for me, Will. We are having this discussion, of course, at a time when there are critical conversations around the world on climate change. Much of the country, including your province, has been ravaged by wildfires this season. Do you believe there is a connection to climate change? Well, look, everybody is on target on 2050. That was decided a couple of years ago at COP26. And so all of the industrialized provinces are moving in that direction for exactly that reason. Everybody knows that we need to to reduce emissions. But I'm also watching that China is um, a a billion-plus population. They don't have a target until 2060. India, as I understand it, doesn't have a target until 2070. But in terms of a link, Premier, do you believe that climate change and the unprecedented wildfires we've been seeing this summer are at all related? All all I know is in my province, um, we had 650 fires and 500 of them were human caused. So we have to make sure that when people know that when it's dry out there and we get into forest fire season, that they're being a lot more careful because anytime you end up with an ignition that happens, it can have devastating consequences. And so that's uh, what I would hope that we can, we can educate the public on that front. So this woman is actually the epitome of the problem. The premier of Alberta, Canada, she appears, you're like, well, she appears intelligent. She even says she gives you the stats on 650 fires in her province 500 of them are caused by people the rest of them are caused by what lightning strikes we all know that but she still has to pander to the leftist agenda so she's an approved human being she knows it's a lie cop 26 stats and she actually quote everybody knows we need to reduce emissions why danielle explain to me why we need to reduce carbon emissions because again this is something that i will tell that i've i've said before on the podcast i'll tell you again during the, I'll use here. Here's two areas, two two segments of time. 2007 recession in the United States of America, the unemployment rate through the roof. That was the you know the real estate debacle, real estate collapse, tons of people unemployed, record low carbon emi- carbon emissions coming from cars, coming from human beings. 
Record low. Do that because it was a global recession. So that, that's an absolute fact, by the way. Record low carbon emissions coming from internal combustion engines. Everybody got it, right? Yep. So one at that time, and then you had the COVID lockdowns in 2020. So during both of those times, we had record low carbon emissions coming from jets, buses, cars, and all internal combustion engines. Record low emissions. Did CO2 levels go up or down in 2020 and 2007? <laughs> they went up. So what is she talking about? Yeah. It's not us. We couldn't hurt. Listen, God, Yahweh made this earth through Jesus Christ. Colossians 1, 15 and 16. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him, all things were created through him, both in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. Sorry, leftists, you're not Yahweh. And neither am I, and no human being can destroy this earth. Sorry, can launch all the nukes we want. Still wouldn't, still wouldn't destroy the earth. So, but she still has to pander. So you have a person, this is just like the Republican Party. And they, make, they, they allegedly make stands, but they never actually make a stand because they're still pandering to the globalist left. Oh, you know, I, I admit we need to reduce emissions. Why? Why do we need to reduce emissions? Why? Why, why, why is it? Tell me why. We're not, we, are in no, we have no control over the, the 0.3% of the atmosphere that is that CO2 of which human beings contribute 3% to that. No control whatsoever. All right, where am I at? CBS News, Will? Yeah, yep. All right, CBS News tweet. I just want to document these wildfires for you. Nearly 85% of wildfires are started by people. And they're all claiming that it's climate change. And this is CBS News, including from campfires, negligently uh, discarded cigarettes, and intentional acts of arson, according to the National Park Service. There you go. Go to the next one for me. Steve Malloy tweet. Yellow knife. This was a big deal because everybody was saying yellow knife. This is in Canada again. And right now we have Canada burning up again in British Columbia. And very strange how this always is happening while they're all trying to push their 2030 agenda, of which reasonable, allegedly reasonable people like, uh, trying to get her name again, Danielle, uh, well, gosh, now I lost it, whatever her name was, from the Alberta premiere. Danielle, she is. Danielle Smith. They come across and they're like, you know what? You know, yeah, most fires are started by people, but we do need to lower emissions. You just caved. Yeah. You just caved. Now it's over. It's just like the COVID caving Christians. I know, you know, that it's probably nothing, but you know, I'm going to wear a mask anyway because it makes people more, more comfortable. Okay, so you're going to strap on the globalist lie to make people more comfortable so that people will look at you as a compassionate human being. You're going to play pretend with them. And now you're probably five times vaccinated. So Yellowknife came out as a climate change, you know, Yellowknife massifier in Canada. It came out initially as it was, it was climate change cause. Again, how does climate change cause a fire? It gets so, I mean, I, I don't know exactly what the temperature is that causes spontaneous combustion, but we've never reached it on planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, lava will start a fire. Lightning will start a fire. 91 degrees in Tampa, Florida, it's not starting a fire. But yet the people who believe this, and then people are so afraid of the consequences of not agreeing, they just agree with it. So Yellowknife fires were actually caused by arson. Here's the actual. Did I, did I give you the video, Will? No. Of this? Okay. I, there's actual. There's actual. Right there is the video. See that? I didn't give Will the video, but I meant to. That doesn't count. But anyway, so there's actually a video of this, and it's right there. People are right through the cars. You can see it. People were lighting the fires, 
And it was all blamed on climate change. All right, go to the next one for me. Here's, a, here's just a graphic. Most, no, go there, there you go. Most fires in Greece were started by a human hand. Government says official, official blames negligence or arson for majority of 667 blazes that spread in extreme heat. What extreme heat? So what? Humans caused it in the midst of extreme heat like they always do. On purpose or not on purpose. And you don't think there's a bunch of climate. I love this. There, I, I, I can't take credit for it, but I can't remember who it was that said it, so I can't give them credit. Instead of calling them climate alarmists, we need to call them climate arsonists because we know that's what's happening. Yeah. And we know that's what's happening because you got to create the pandemic again. You have to create the emergency that allows the totalitarians to come in and take away all your rights. That's why they're allowing rampant spreading of crime, rampant losing, uh, looting. Just like Gavin Newsom. He doesn't care. Gavin Newsom sits behind his wall with his armed security, flies around his private jet while he, ta- while he ta- uh, touts that you and I should be lowering our own CO2 emissions when one of his private jet flights to go see his best buddy, Justin Trudeau, burns more CO2 than your car will in your entire lifetime. He don't, they don't care. They don't care at all. We know that. Now, I just had to show you this. Am I at Moses Hopes now? Yep. All right. You have to see this? Well, I'll, just, I'll let it speak for itself. Play it for me. We're going to look at this again. We're going to see if there's anything else in any other Canadian provinces. But this is phenomenal right there. I, I, th- what? What? You kidding me? So this looks like it goes over one to the west as well. All right, folks, that's indisputable proof. All right, that is satellite footage. And all the fires in Quebec at that time, these were earlier in the year, started at the same time. Explain to me how that happens. Explain to me how every one of those fires, you can't, I mean, there's no denying it, folks. That's Canada. That's satellite. Keep playing it. Keep playing it. Yeah. Yeah. You do the best you can. Yep. All right. It is indisputable. There, watch them. Here they come. Here they come. There they all light. Do it again. There they all light. There's no way around it, folks. You, You mean, again, it's just like COVID-19. I only got 10 minutes to go, and, I've, and I want to get to some COVID stuff. But you have to create the problem. They're, are they creating it with wildfires? Well, let's look at this. Go to, go to the next graphic for me, Will. So I had to show you this. Most of you have seen this already. But here's how they did weather back in 1998. Nice and green. Now, let's look at now. Are the temperatures any higher? They're actually lower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're lower. Nice and green in 1998. And now they're red hot. And they're actually lower. Look at them all. Go top to bottom. There's a nine on the 2023. This is all Celsius temperatures. 16. There's the 19. None of those are even on the other page. Yeah. That's, this is what they do. And this is what makes people like the premier of Alberta, Danielle, there. That's what makes her actually tout a false narrative. Because they show her stuff like this. And instead of actually researching and saying, you know what? It is possible for computer geniuses like my producer, Aaron, to just make this up. Oh, yeah. Just make it up. That's what they're doing. They're always creating, just like they created COVID-19. Who created COVID-19? The globalist left did. Anthony Fauci, Ralph Barrick, Equal Health Alliance, CCP, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation created COVID-19 through gain-of-function research. Made it a DOD response, which is why it was the reason why, you know, it's a DOD response. Is all, you're wondering why you could see all those patents early on for COVID vaccines? It's because they knew it was going to be a DOD response. In order, to, in order for you to put it under a DOD response to make it be a DOD response so you can, you can skip all the restrictions and all the hurdles that you have to have to get to the vaccine, to get to the vaccine passport, which is the plan. 
The reason why you have to have that is because the reason why they had all those patents for vaccines prior to COVID-19 existing was because in order for you to have a DOD response, you have to have a responsive vaccine. It's just all a plan. Go to the next pick for me. Just have to show you. Here's the same thing. That the top is 2017, bottom is 2022. Any temperature changes? The temperatures are lower. <laughs> yeah. Same date. I believe it's June 21st of each month. Yeah. I mean, June 21st, 17, June 21st, 2022. The, the, the temperatures are lower, but the graphic is hotter. That's the globalist left. That's COVID-19. That's climate change. That's gun grabbing. That's CBDC. That's social credit systems. That's the transgender narrative. All lies. All right, go, I just have to show you this. Dr. Eli David tweet, just, so, just to show you. Here is major, <laughs> I mean, she is a climate change evangelist. Oh, yeah. Trying to change people's lives. Trying to save their lives. When she was dutifully masked and five times vaccinated. Saving people's lives. Here comes the savior, Taylor Swift. <laughs> this is Taylor Swift, Dr. Eli David tweet. Taylor is concerned about climate change. Her private jet emits more carbon in a single trip than your car in your entire lifetime. So you think, okay, you know what? She probably wouldn't use it too much then. <laughs> and that jet flew more than 200 times in 2022, but it's your car that's causing climate change. 200 times. Her that's up and back. 200 times. That's crazy. 200 times. And she's going to tell you to buy an electric vehicle. That's also charged by fossil fuels. You're like, none of it makes any sense. Of course it doesn't make any sense. A, an electric car, where, how do you charge the electric, uh, the electric car's batteries? Fossil fuels. How do you make a lithium battery? You mine 500,000 pounds of dirt using fossil fuels. And this idiot comes out and says, you know what, switch to an EV. She's not driving an EV. She's on a yacht 200 times in her private jet, just like Billy Gates, just like Bezos, just like Obama, just like Oprah, and everybody else who wants to control your life in their hypocritical way. All right, go to the next one for me, Will. Oh, yeah, this is really what it's all about, getting to this place, which is 15 Minute Cities. Play it for me. I want to get you um, to describe this 15 Minute Cities because they're a key part of this net zero scam. Now, last year, the World Economic Forum published a piece called the 15-minute city concept, which implies yeah. having all necessary amenities within a short walk, bike ride, or public transit trip from one's home as demonstrated uh, stickiness, not just as an idea, but as a powerful yeah. tool for action as climate change and global conflict cause shocks and stresses at faster intervals, et cetera, et cetera. A 15-minute city, what does that do to individual freedom of movement, Professor? It's absolutely catastrophic. They're actually already introducing these in the UK in several cities. Lots of them are planned. They wouldn't, nobody ever voted for this. What it actually means is actually putting up, they put these road, they actually have these roadblocks or cameras in different zones around the city, which means that you're not allowed, people are not allowed to use their cars outside of that zone that so-called 15-minute zone, more than 100 times per year. So you can make basically a couple of journeys a week outside of the zones. So everything else, you're supposed to be, the idea is you're supposed to be shopping, working inside the zone. And so that's the only place, you know, you're allowed to travel by car. And of course, they, they make it actually very difficult, even within the zone, to do any travel by car. But the idea is essentially to stop you, yes, yeah, to stop you going out of the zone, stop you traveling... Okay. 
All right, so there you go. And you need to be real careful because they'll build these little 15-minute cities around you. And everyone's like, this is great. I never have to I never have to go anywhere. I just have to walk to the grocery store. I walk to work. I walk to the movie theater, whatever it is. And you're like rejoicing about all that. Problem is, is what they're really all about is sending you, putting you into what I call COVID clumps. Mm-hmm. They're just clumping you together because then you're easily, you're just, uh, what does it take to lock that down? What does it take to shut that grid down? Nothing. If we're spread out all over the place on multiple grids, it's very difficult to control us and very difficult to shut us down, to shut up our access to money, shut up our access to power. But if you're all in these little COVID clumps or what, you know, we can call them climate clumps, whatever it is, because that's what they're, this climate is the excuse that they're using to lump everybody. Do you hear what he's saying there about 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 England? There's numerous 15-minute cities in, in England now. They tear up the roads and put in bicycle paths. And you can't, and I have I have footage again. I have a giant China expose that I never get to because there's just too much news every day. But you can't even get into your 15-minute city without facial recognition. Or eventually, a mark on your right hand or on your forehead. So be very careful that you're not lured in and, and, and fooled into being rejoicing about the climate globalist leftist agenda, which is what 15-minute cities are. And it's all about totalitarianism, all about controlling you. All right, before I, I'm going to take a couple minutes on COVID here before we go. Always got to cover some COVID. CNBC post. As the new iris, or iris, what do you guys think? Iris? Probably iris. Iris, uh, iris COVID variant spreads across the world. Okay, it's a scratchy throat. It's oh, it's BA, BA6, BA4, BA5. I don't know if it's BA, whatever. Oh, it's EG, EG5. EG5. Down at the bottom. The World Health Organization has classified the COVID strain. EG5 or, or iris a variant of interest, and says it currently believes it poses a similar level, level of global risk of existing variants. Okay, existing variants, by the way, are <laughs> Omicron BA4 and BA5, which are the least virulent variants of all, which are a scratchy throat. Only dangerous to those with antibody-dependent infant syndrome caused by your five vaccinations and boosters that you took. Yep. That's the only threat. The only COVID now, catching COVID to a serious degree is now a vaccine side effect because COVID, it is an absolute, it is an absolute non-virulent variant. More people, but the weird thing is, as you hear me say on this podcast all the time, more people have died of Omicron than Delta and, and, and Alpha because during Delta and Alpha, they all had immune systems. During Omicron, they're dying of a very, very non-virulent common cold. Right, you have to see this. Uh, you know what? I may skip this. I want to. Oh, you know what we'll do? Let's go to go to skip that one. We'll go to Melissa Tate. Let me get some Alex Jones in here. Play it for me, ladies and gentlemen. I got a call yesterday. An individual was in town, and they wanted to meet with me that I know well, and they are a high-level manager in the. TSA. And I went and met with them and had a cup of coffee with them. And they said, you got to warn people. Tuesday, we got called in, the managers, and told that by the middle of September, that the new policy is being written, that this is done. They were told this is happening. This is not hypothetical. You will all have to wear masks again, and so will airport employees. 
Then by the middle of October, they are going to say that everyone flying has to wear a mask. And in the meetings, people began to ask them, well, I mean, why is this happening? They said, well, because of the new variant in Canada and because of the WHO, they may you know, declare this. But regardless, we've been told this is going to happen. And then they were told, we expect by December a return to the full COVID protocol of 2020-2021. All right, so there you go. I just, I, that's actually a five-minute video. You need to watch it. Go to, go to Band.Video or go to Alex Jones or Mud Club, wherever he's at now. But anyway, I told you, listen, that this is what they're going to do. And again, you'll, you'll decide whether or not you're going to bow to societal pressure. Don't do it. I know I'm preaching to the choir. Don't do it. Stand strong in the Lord. It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Love you all. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 8.32, everything, all things. Ephesians 1.3, Everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? It can be summarized in two words. Holy Ghost. Nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you. The unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.